Hello, I'm Russ Jones, pastor at Faith Family Worship Center, and this is After the Sermon. Welcome to another After the Sermon podcast, where I share with you practical things you can do to get closer to Christ. Today's podcast is based in a series which I just started on March 6th, entitled From Stress to Rest. I'm sure all of us have some stress and all of us want some rest, so it's very likely I've got your undivided attention here at the moment. The message I shared with you, which you can watch um, on our YouTube channel, FFWC Palm City, or you can um, uh, go to our website, ffwc.us, was about offense. Hey, people get offended all the time. I've been offended. I've had to deal with a lot of offense in my life. And the opportunities to be offended and even to be offensive without even trying, eh, it seems to be getting worse these days. Offenses divide families and marriages, teams, businesses, even whole countries. We're seeing it as we live in these days right now. And I see people getting offended all the time. And when that happens, wow, their stress level goes way up. And because their stress causes pain, if you don't know what that feels like, that's what stress is doing for you. It's painful. They hit their threshold of pain. In other words, they get to a place where they just can't stand it anymore, and one of two things will kick in. Either they will fight, which causes a mess, or they will fly away, run away, something. It just causes a different kind of mess. Either way, they cause a mess. So I shared that the first and most important thing that you have to do is to choose not to be offended. You can do all the things that I'm about to share with you, and I can tell you they will never work if you are choosing to be offended. You might have got offended. Somebody might have poked you one too many times, aggravated you, said something that uh, that was just triggered you. I don't know. But still, you have to deal with you. Or otherwise, if you are going to sit down with them and work things out, the confrontation or the hard conversation will never work. Why? Because you want justice, not reconciliation. The goal of talking to people about things that have offended you or maybe have offended them is to reconcile the relationship. So some said or someone did something that blew you up. And hopefully you don't have a short fuse so that doesn't happen every 10 minutes every day. What do you do? Do you sit there and stew about it, creating these scenarios in your mind, explaining why they did it? They're a horrible person. I know they were just out to get me. I know what was, I I understand they were just, maybe we try to come up with some pathetic excuse. You know, if their parents were just raised better, they wouldn't be this way. Okay, we get it. Uh, Do you go telling other people about your events and how that person is such a bad, horrible, no good, worthless, good for nothing, and then you try to get these people to agree with you, and because they they want to be your friend or or, uh, there's some value to that relationship they don't want to lose, they'll go, oh, yeah, 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 and you're thinking these people agree with you whenever they may just be trying to get rid of you, get you out of their hair. 
The next time you see or speak to the person who offended you, does your de- is your demeanor you know less than friendly? Oh, let's be honest here. You're trying to kiss an alligator. All right. Um, is 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 your attitude now fueling the problem? All right. So, do you choose, or do you choose to see them as Jesus sees them in that moment, precious, valuable, capable? worthy of salvation? Do you choose to forgive them and think the best about them first? Hey, maybe they had a bad day. Um, maybe something's going on at home. It's serious. Maybe they came from the doctor and didn't get a good report. Would it be valuable to ask them, hey, you okay? That last conversation we had was a little bit tense Um, did I do something to offend you? Did I upset you in some way? I'm here to tell you that that right there will cure more problems before they will become problems. And if they open up, shut up. I mean, listen, you got to do the first step, be able to do the other part. Okay. And if you can help offer it to them, if they accept it or reject it, don't don't force it on them. That's the worst thing you can do. But the fact of the matter is you now understand what's going on and you don't have to be offended. But if you need to confront someone, you need to have a hard conversation. The first thing you do is start by preparing your heart. You will make good choices from a good place. And that's because we make bad choices from bitter hearts. Choose to see their value as being greater than your problem. You're the one offended, okay? So they are bigger than your offense. They uh, are, are somebody who's more valuable than your offense. Choose to respond with gentle truth, not just emotions. Feelings can be misleading. We all know that. So you may need to set those hurt feelings aside in order to hear and experience the truth of the matter. And truth will bring healing to those emotions. I've been in plenty of these conversations when people would listen, they heard there was a misunderstanding, there was an offense. And then after everything was said and done, they would say, well, you know, it's just going to take me some time to get over this. Yeah. Um, they didn't get over it. They're still offended. Because we choose the emotions we have. Nobody forces you to be angry. Nobody forces you to love others. It's your choice. Whatever you do, do it quickly. If you keep thinking about it, you will get bitter. Why did Paul tell us in Ephesians not to let the sun set on our wrath? Well, mostly so we can get a good night's sleep. But um, if you keep imagining things, and that's what we do as humans, we imagine stuff, we fill in the blanks with, with the worst that we can come up with. Um, then we begin to transfer our fantasy onto them. Well, I know why they're this way. Really? Do you? I mean, really, you need to ask yourself, do you really know what's going on? Do you really know why they are that way? And if you haven't spoke to them about it and they haven't told you that, you cannot make that assumption. So how do you deal with offense? Number one, when you sit down to talk to someone, Set a stage with love, acceptance, and forgiveness. You're going to love them no matter what. You're going to accept them. You're not giving them license to to abuse you or anything like that, but you accept them. You're, You're not rejecting them, and you forgive them. 
And many times people need to experience your forgiveness before they can experience God's forgiveness in their life. Um, Number two, explain what happened or what was said. Um, And whatever offended you, just say, this is what I understood this to mean. This is what you said, and this is what I understood. Now, I want you to start here because oftentimes, if there's a misunderstanding, you can probably save yourself from a very tense conversation before you get to the end of it and go, oh, do you mean that's what you said? Oh, I get that. Um, This solves more problems than you can imagine. And the majority of arguments are about misunderstandings. and every married couple knows this, especially in their first three years of marriage. Number three, listen to them. As they explain, do not, I repeat, do not think ahead. You're not trying to solve anything right now. Your goal is to understand. That's it. It is at this stage that they may reveal something else that is going on in their life. You may discover something that is happening. And you may have just been at the wrong place at the wrong time whenever they offended you. And instead of saying, well, you you should control your emotions better. You should watch what you say. You should respond with, how can I help you? Always ask questions to clarify what they said. Make sure you clearly understand. So when it, And whenever they say something, repeat it back to them. Is this what you mean? Number four. Is this a biblical problem? The Bible tells us that we're supposed to gently restore people in their relationship with Christ. All of us know someone that is doing something that is a sin right now. The question I've had to learn to ask myself is, do they know it? And all of us know someone who is doing something that isn't right. But the question, again, I have to ask myself, are they close enough to Christ to care whether they're doing it right or not? Oftentimes, we're dealing with people who honestly don't have a clue. I've spoken with people who have done some very heinous sins. And they looked at me and they go, that's in the Bible. That's wrong. I wasn't supposed to do that. I didn't know that. It's true. Those are the days that we live in. If their sin is an offense to you, what are you going to do about it? Well, I suggest you pray for them first and pray for yourself. Pray that God gives you wisdom. Understand what the Bible says about this, all of it, not just your choice passages that justify your feelings. And then build a relationship with them first so that you may get close enough to them to speak into their life without offending them or challenging them or embarrassing them. Number five, if this is a personal preference, in other words, it's not a biblical problem, nobody sinned. They may have a different opinion, and you may not like it. And they may have said it in a way that triggered you, and I get that. People say stuff all the time, and you're kind of like, what? But you've really got to ask yourself, is this worth it? Now, in some situations, the answer may be yes, you may need to deal with it. You've got to work with this person eight hours a day. You've got to live with them at home, whatever the case is. But a conversation may help if it is for the purpose of understanding each other better, even if you get to the place to say, I don't agree with that opinion, but that's okay. In loving relationships, people give first before they demand something in return. 
even in your working relationships. Learn how to speak to your coworkers. It's a gift and it keeps you from offending them, but it also develops a workplace. It's called leadership. That's what that's called. You're saying, well, they should know and understand me. They should just get it. Nobody has ever done that. Nobody's ever going to do it. And that's an unreasonable expectation to place upon anybody. But what you do when you do it, and, uh, uh, or what you do when you, you do whenever they want to, don't want to talk to you. Well, I don't want to talk about it. I don't care. Well, that's on them. And again, it's maybe a timing thing. If you ask again later, that you are very likely to get a different answer. But it happens, and that's okay. You have made your attempt, and you can rest in that and choose not to be offended. And don't be offended over the fact they don't want to talk to you either. Now, what if they have a careless attitude and just don't care about what they say or if they offend you? I knew a guy one time, and he just said, I say what I say, and people can just deal with it. And I said, well, we'll deal with it. Goodbye. He looked at me like I said, no, you take responsibility for your words and actions. And so if you can't do that, then we need to talk about why. We need to talk about what's going on. I'd only met the guy a couple of times, but I could very see that he was asking me permission to shoot his mouth off like a howitzer in every direction he wanted to offend people in. And in fact, quite honestly, he, he enjoyed it. It didn't end well for him personally. And, and I would just say, don't have a careless attitude. But if you do get a hold of someone and they just don't care about what you've got to say, don't be offended. And good news is you don't have to be offended anymore. The bad news is you're going to have to work very hard to build a relationship with that person that is valuable to them and to you. And when the value of that relationship rises, then what they say will matter. Offense in the church has been a big deal. And this, this, is, this goes all the way back to the New Testament. Jesus even taught us how to be able to deal with offense. So I don't see it going away anytime soon. And if you want to know more, you want to dig deeper, you want to uh, learn more about this. And I suggest that you read the book entitled The Bait of Satan by John Bevere. And uh, I read it years ago, and it was a revolutionary uh, read for me. And I read a lot. I don't have a lot of books that I say that about. Um, another one he, he also wrote that I found to be very encouraging was Breaking Intimidation. And that has a little bit of that to do with this. But nonetheless, I want you to consider if you're being offended all the time, what steps do you need to take in order to make better choices and not live under that stress. Father, I thank you for what you've done for your meeting blessings. I pray you pour out your spirit upon your people here today, and we'll thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. If you said that out loud in a public place, I, I hope that wasn't embarrassing. Oh, never mind. All right. If you would like to know more about Faith Family Worship Center, please visit the website at ffwc.us. Check out our YouTube channel, FFWC Palm City, and you can also visit my website, russjones.us.